Hello, my name is Erica. I am the millennial. I'm Mandy the Gen Z. And I'm not no one the Gen Z. And a lot has gone on within this past week, right guys? Yep. A lot. I've been like a lot. So my car, I got in a little fender bending with my car. It wasn't my fault. I, I was a few days without my car. So I kind of missed it. And now I have it back. So I'm glad. That was amazing. Right? Mm -hmm. Getting my car back. Yep. Then I had a whole birthday. Yeah. How yeah, old are you? Old already, huh? How old are you? Old you don't ask the ladies. Age. Twenty-eight. Well, you're Erica. You're not a lady, so answer. You don't ask the lady her age. Twenty. You're not a lady. You're Erica. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yes. So <laughs> you're old. not a lady. You're Erica. You're not a lady. You're Erica. And then I've tried a gyro cake. It's really bomb. Yeah. Like that was really life changing. Good. Like I like the first no, time life I had it. And I was like, oh, that's probably really good. It what was is like this? A good moisture. It's good. I was gonna be dry. No, it's good. And I want to try the strawberry flavor because we'll have the, the caramel flavor. Just caramel? Uh, yeah. And um, what else? What else happened? Let me think. Uh, oh, I started crocheting. Yes. Because you're old. Andy over here was... That was really relaxing. And I'm a little stressy. I'm a little... I've been stressy for a while. But I started crocheting, which is fun. And so far, I'm making a scarf. That's like the most basic thing I feel like everybody has to have. A scarf? Yeah, like they have to know how to make a scarf because it's more, oh, yeah. like, more basic. And then a beanie's next. After that, I'm going to try to make like little sweaters for the puppies. Talking about puppies, do you guys want to say what we have? We have a new puppy. We added to the many dogs we have already. It came out of nowhere. I just woke up. Yeah. I woke up to Angie saying, we got a new dog. I'm like, huh? The way I woke up to it was pretty scary. I thought it was a rat. Because my dad just came into my room and just put it on me and I was like, what is that? <laughs> I got scared. I was what, like dead asleep and I feel something crawling on me. Okay, Angie, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But the way I woke up to it was my dad came in. He's all like, look, look. And he put her in my arms. And I was like, what the heck? You're like, okay. I was like, what? And my dad's like, yeah, I tried FaceTiming you, but you weren't awake. I was like, yeah, I was asleep. And yeah, so so we have a little puppy right now. She's, I don't know, she's, she's, she's adorable. She's, she's wanna... like ugly. brown and white. My new Bambi. Do you want to tell them how we got her? Like, why? Oh, my dad works in, um, agriculture he was in the process of turning on some water some water on for the sprinkles sprinklers, sprinklers. they have like no, a pond no yeah, yeah they, they, they have they have like a pond you have to have like a like a water ditch there and i guess like my dad says that that's not the first time he's he's found dogs there he's also found some that were like that like dead dead puppies because people they go and they dump their dogs there in the ditch and then he said it's really hard for them to come back out of the ditch so they always just like drown in that water mm -hmm. so but he said that he was down he was bent over trying to turn on like a little uh, like a cabin yeah like a key like a like the water like the turning thing i yeah. forgot the name me too i forgot the name but he's turning the water out right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he said that he just saw her come out of somewhere come yeah he just saw her come towards him and then now we have a little puppy and she's here she's chewing on some toys right now because mm -hmm. she was chewing on our wires and our hands no, no, and our hands and she already cut me nope yeah <laughs> first day she's a baby though she's the baby she's the first day sorry no go ahead the first day she got here she was so taken care of erica gave her a nail cut and a cut she cut her nails I and she her. filed her her little nails with like a nail file you see how possible she is already yeah she's surrounded by toys and then yesterday I got her some dog from puppy dog food because we only had grown dog foods. So it's it's a good kind too. Yeah, so now she has her own food now. And yeah, we just need to take her to the vet. But I guess her vet burned down or something. We need to see. What <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> it is funny because no, it's, it's not funny because a dog died. No, a dog it's died? not a dog. A cat died. Oh, it's still, it's still of, sad because it, it, it 
he drowned. He was not drowned. Smoke inhalation? He, he suffocated. Suffocated. Um, it is pretty sad. sad. Honestly, so we, were so sad. we were supposed to take Bambi for a, for a vet appointment to look at her eye. That and I was going to take the little puppy too, but I have to see online. I see when they're open now. So. I feel bad for the owner. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, yeah. But I'm apart sad. from that, yeah, that's all we've had in our life. Oh, her, her name. Mm-hmm. So she went through a few, quite a few names. Mm-hmm. My dad's out here calling her like... Chaparita. Chaparita, Chiquilina, and I don't know what else. And she she follows him. She like she like loves my dad. And then Angie decided to name her uh, Nala. Because of Simba. Because because she really had Simba, might as well have a Nala. And then I was like, oh, that sounds like Lana. And I started calling her Lana. <laughs> I like the name Lana. No. Lana was cool. And then we went to Denny's today, and we were like, I don't know, we I didn't really like the name Nala. I don't know about mm-hmm. anybody else. Yeah. And we decided that we should like rename her. Well, I yeah. decided to rename yeah. her. Yeah, we, we decided to do... Uh, what do we say, Angie? <laughs> Diva. <laughs> but D-V-A. After the Overwatch characters? After the Overwatch characters. Yeah, we, we were kind of obsessed with that right now. I like, I like the Mini. We love... We had a dog named Mini before. Mini? Yeah. yeah. That's because my mom calls her Mini. Like, yeah. she's almost like Mini. Because, like, you know, she's tiny. <laughs> she's cute. She's really small. But we're going to call her Diva. Yeah. Like, the Overwatch character, because... We love, you, we're gonna like we're gonna probably play uh, after after recording probably i do have to edit this and then we'll yeah right then we can play but yeah but yeah so that's that's the story and she's a little um she looks like a chihuahua, like chihuahua mix she honestly looks like bambi when bambi was a puppy but she she just has a different like um coat pattern that's why i cried when I and if we remember we might like post up a little in the social media so if anybody's just interested in what on what we're describing this cute little thing will like a wrap yeah so that way you can like see it um this is really if cute. You, yeah. So that is our update. Everything that's happened to us since the last episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm going to hand it over to Angie. Angie, what's, what are we doing today? So we're going to do a creepypasta because uh, it reminded me of it reminded me of when Nano told me he he would have liked to hear uh, a creepypasta. Sorry, creepypasta when we were talking about them. Oh, so we're going back to like our roots a little bit? Yeah, because for Nano. Because it was his favorite, but I didn't know that. And I didn't really... I mean, I guess I liked it. It's just that I wasn't really like that. Wasn't my favorite. I say it's my favorite. It's because it was one of the first ones I saw. So is it your favorite? I, one it's of your one of my favorites because when I was like, I don't know, it's like something I was really into at the time. How old were you? Because I was like, I was like fifth grade, so like a ten. Ten and or nine. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like really, really into like reading games, obviously, because I'm, I'm, I was this little little kid, and so it just like stood out to me. It's like, whoa, this is like so cool. And it kind of like it kind of introduced me to like this realm of like horror. Cause I didn't I didn't used to like horror. I thought it was like oh that's scary obviously, but I don't know. It just like introduced me to that. Okay, so the creepypasta that we're actually gonna talk about is called Ben Drowned. Oh, ben but drowned? it's about the it's it contains like the video game. It's, it Legend it of Zelda. Of, yeah. Legend of Zelda. Yeah, you. Yeah. I honestly have not played that game. Me neither. Um, I don't really know what it's about. Kinda. I've seen people uh, play it a little yeah. bit. I've seen people talk about it, but that's it. It kind of, I think it's probably like, like another Pokemon vibes, no. like, right? Like, don't yeah, you? I imagine like Mario. No. Does he have to like, see the princess or something? No, it's not like any of those. It's not like any of those? I know there's a princess. Who's yeah. Zelda? And then Link. Link is the... Is like the main character, no? Yeah, he's the character you play as. You played it at all? No, I never played it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I have played play? it. I played a little Breath of the Wild on, on our cousin Sylvia's uh, Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. That was it. And when we had our 3DS, when we all also had our 3DS, well, me and our console, we would play this demo of this Legend of Zelda game. Just because we would just mess around in it. 
it was cool. It seemed like it's something you probably want to play. Yeah, no, I have coworkers that would tell me like, "Hey, yeah, I was playing this game," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, what? What is it?" I have played. The Legend of Zelda came out. Yeah. I have a coworker that was telling me about that. That he pl- he played was he was playing that one. I was like, oh no. I was like, no, nah, that that was better when I was getting into Overwatch. So I was like, no, nah, I haven't I haven't played that. Um, but yeah, Angie, if you want to continue, Miss Girl. Yeah. So like, Ben drowned, but there is another name. It's called the other name is Haunted Majora's Mask. Do you know what that is, Anu? Majora's it's um it's Legend of Zelda's Majora's Mask. It's it's just one of them. So it's just one of the a games. part. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's the game that the creep is based off. Of. Yeah. So. Ben Drowned or Haunted Majora Mask is a well-known creepypasta and later an alternate reality game. So it was turned into a game, actually. Well, oh, yeah, there's ports on it. Cre- created by Alex Hall, also known as Jod Usable. So that's the creator of the story and the game, later on game. So the story revolves around a Majora's Mask cartridge that is haunted by the ghost, if it, e- if it even is a ghost, of a boy named Ben, who drowned. Okay, that's his favorite <laughs> game, son. It was. Baby. It was. It was. Okay, so the first post, because like an internet post, Damn. was posted on September 7th, 2010. And it says, okay, I need your help with this. This is not copy pasta. This is a long read, but I feel like my safety or well-being could very well depend on this. This is video game related. Specifically, Majora's Mask, and this is the creepiest shit that I have ever seen. And happened my entire life. Having said that, I recently moved into my dorm room starting as a sophomore in college and a friend of mine gave me his old Nintendo 64 to play. I was stoked to say the least. I could finally play all of those old games of my youth that I didn't touch in at least a decade. His Nintendo 64 came with one yellow controller and a rather uh, shoddy copy of Super Smash Brothers. And while beggars can be choosers, needless to say, it didn't take long until I became bored of beating up level 9 CPUs. What is that, Nano? It's an NPC, basically. Yeah. I can remember just, in uh, Super Smash game. Bros. where you can add bots and you can add the levels. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Mm, okay. That weekend, I decided to drive around a few neighborhoods about 20 minutes or so off campus, hitting up the local garage sales, hoping to score on some good deals from ignorant parents. I ended up picking up a copy of Pokemon Stadium, GoldenEye, F-Zero, and two other controllers for $2. Yeah, that's cheap. Pokemon. Well, this was like 2010. Gotta catch them all. Like 10 years ago. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium, so it's just like... Oh, snap. Not Pokemon, Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Yeah, there, was no po- there wasn't a Pokemon like, console release until the Nintendo Switch. I feel like they should put Pokemon back on Nintendo, like, DS. Nah, that's like a dead console now. They're not that's all I have. Anything. That's what I'm going to buy well, They're not going to release anything for it. That's already old, Miss Keisha. Okay, continue, Angie. Continue. Anyways. 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 (laughs) Satisfied, I began to drive out the neighborhood when one last house caught my attention. I still have had no idea why it did. There were no cars there and only one table was set up with random junk on it. But something sort of drew me there. I really trust my gut on these things. So I got out of my car and I was greeted by an old man. His outward appearance was, for lack of a better word, displeasing. It was odd. If you asked me to tell you why I thought he was displeasing, I couldn't really pinpoint anything. There was just something about him that put me on edge. I can't really explain it. All I can tell you is that it was in the middle of an afternoon, and there were other people within shouting distance. I would not have thought of approaching this man, or if it wasn't in the middle of the afternoon. He flashed a crooked smile at me and asked what I was looking for. And immediately, I noticed that one, that he must be blind in one of his eyes. 
His right eye had the glazed over look about it. I forced myself to look at his left eye instead, trying not to offend, and asked him if he had any old video games. I was already wondering how I could politely excuse myself from the situation when he would tell me he had no idea what a video game was. But to my surprise, he said he had a few in an old box. He headed back into the garage. As I watched him hobble away, I couldn't help but notice what he was selling on his table. Littered across this table were rather peculiar paintings, various artworks that looked like ink blots that a psychiatrist might show you. Curious, I looked through them. It was obvious why no one was visiting the guy's garage, so these weren't exactly aesthetically pleasing. As I came to the last one, for some reason, it looked almost like Majora's Mask, but the same heart-shaped body with little spikes protruding outwards. Initially, I just thought that since I was secretly hoping to find that game at these garage sales, some Freudian bullshit was projecting itself into the ink blot. But given the events that happened afterwards, I'm not so sure now. I should have asked the man about it. I wish I would have asked the man about it. After staring at the Majora-shaped blot, I looked up at the old man who was suddenly there again, arms length in front of me smiling at me. I'll admit I jumped out of out of reflex and laughed nervously as he handed me a Nintendo 64 cartridge. It was the st standard gray color except that someone had written Majora on it in black permanent marker. I got butterflies in my stomach as I realized that coincidence this was and asked him how much he wanted for it. That's 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 a fake. That's not real. Girl. That's a fake copy. You find in the swamp meat? That, <laughs> I, yeah something you can find in the swamp meat. That's fake. It's one of those games that have like 500 games on him. Some, some, yeah. Something like remixed up in there. Yeah. Maybe if there's a game, you just like Pokemon starts playing. <laughs> I would love that. I'd be like, ooh, an indie movie. Something like we sent to Fernanda starts playing out of that. Because <laughs> like, it's like the one like, like recorded. Those, yeah, no, it's, those, a, like, it's like a cartridge, not a disc. No, I know. I know. But, but if like, we're, it's, we're talking it's about funny. Swap Me, I just remember seeing those, but I don't know what cartridge you're talking about. It's like about. California and that um, one Asian buffet that we would go and they're still like. Yeah, there's a powdery movies. What's that one movie we got? Like, I remember we got a lot of Twilight. Like a Ghibli film? Oh, Ghibli film. No, did you get Ponyo from there? Oh no, I don't think Ariadne. We would get Ponyo from the library. I thought it was Ariadne. Yeah, we got Ariadne. And we got a lot of Twilight. We got the British version. I feel like the British version is better. Well, it's because it's someone we grew up with. Oh, you're right, but I still don't know. I listened to the English version. I couldn't prefer the the British. Okay, they're both cool. Continue. Continue, Miss Guru. This old man smiled at me and then told me that I could have it for free. That it used to belong to a kid who was about my age that didn't live here anymore. <gasps> the kid's name? Ben. Probably. I don't know. I don't remember much of the story. It, it was Ben. Ah. <laughs> well, Ben's dead. Yeah, Ben. That's why he doesn't live there anymore. anymore. He's not living in general. Wait, why do you think they're selling it? <laughs> there was something weird about how the man phrased that, but I didn't really pay any attention to that then. I was too caught up in not only finding this game, but getting it for free. He was excited, I bet. He got butterflies in his stomach, he said. He was like, oh my gosh, for free? He's like this. Me. He's twirling his little, his little hair. He's twirling like, his for hair. Free? He's like, for free. A lot of man's like, oh, just take it. I reminded myself to be a bit skeptical, since this looked like a pretty shady cartridge, and there's no guarantee it would work. Then the optimism inside me interjected that maybe it was somehow... It was some kind of beta version or pirated version of the game, and that was all I needed to be back on Cloud9. I think the man, and the man smiled at me and wished me well, saying goodbye then. At least that's what it sounded like to me. All the way in the car ride home, I had a nagging doubt that the man had said something else. My fears were confirmed when I booted up the game. To my surprise, it worked just fine. And then there was one f save file named simply Ben. Goodbye, Ben, he was saying. Goodbye, Ben. I felt bad for the man. Obviously a grandparent and obviously going senile, and I, for some reason or another, reminded him of his grandson, Ben. Out of curiosity, I looked at the save file, 
eyeballing it. I could tell that he was pretty far in the game. He had almost all the masks and three-fourths remains of the bosses. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just watching that, like, damn, was he hard That's work? That's crazy. Delete. 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 I would have done that. Like, like, it's my turn now. <laughs> just just delete it. I feel like he would have had a normal life deleting it. Delete. He would just delete it Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what happened. Oh, that's so <laughs> sad. Delete. Damn, that's crazy. That's all this, all this work, delete. All these masks, delete. Oh, too bad you're dead. Dang. Girl, me, I'm like, oh, that's sad. Delete. New uh, file. Angie. Me too. Freaking, like, that. that's that's what Nana would do. No. Ju I would love to. Julie would, like, be playing, like, the game. Right? Like a Pokemon game, and then Nano like took it over, and then Julie was so far off, Nano ruined it. You ruined it. No, she, she went past the. She went past what like I was stuck on. Oh, so, yeah, so, and this, and what we're talking about is the um, the little cartridge from that Nintendo DS Lite that, that had a bunch of games in there, mm -hmm. and there was Pokemon games in there, and then I guess Nano was stuck on it. On, on a, on a part because he didn't know he was like three okay he couldn't read. read i couldn't read i was just playing po i was playing games but i couldn't read I was <laughs> he couldn't like, read he, he was like smashing he will he will he was funny smashing him pretty pressing pressing the forward button that was it and julie like passed it for him right or passed the no, like you're a wizard and then he saw that she was like so far ahead and then, then he threw a tantrum and then julie gave it back to him and then he ruined it again freaking dummy honestly i'm gonna throw this Fool, I, I was three. How long ago was that? I don't know how old are you now. A long time ago. Fool, I'm 16. Well, you're kind of ugly now, so. Ago. Okay. Uh, you're sorry, continue, Angie, continue. Yeah, I would delete that plan. Okay. <laughs> Starting uh, anew. He had almost all of the masks and three-fourths remain of the boss bosses. I noticed that he had used an owl statue to save his game. He was on day three by the Stone Tower Temple with hardly an hour left before the moon would crash. I remember thinking that it was a shame that he could have come so close to beating the game, but he never finished it. I made a new oh. file named Link. Must be sad. <laughs> Help. He didn't make a new file, but he didn't. Wait. I, named, I made a new file named Link out of the tradition and started the game, ready to relieve my childhood. Relive. For such a shady looking game cartridge, I was impressed at how smoothly it ran. Literally just looked like a copy or retail copy of the game, save for a few minor hiccups here and there, like textures being where they shouldn't be, random flashes of cutscenes at odd intervals, but nothing too bad. However, the only thing that was a little unnerving was that at times the NPC would call me Link and at other times they would call me Ben. I figured it was just a bug, a fluke in programming, causing our files to get mixed up or something. It did kind of creep me out, though after a while it was... Around after I had been in the Woodfall Temple that I regrettably went into the sad file and deleted Ben. Oh, he did delete it. He should have deleted it from the beginning, boo. He said regrettably. Oh, regrettably? So I guess something Dang, happened. I would have died. Girl, <laughs> me too. I would have died, died immediately. <laughs> oh, sadly. Immediately. I had intended to preserve the file just out of respect of the game's original owner. It's not like I needed two files anyway. Hoping that I would solve the prob that it would solve the problem. It did, and it didn't. Now NPCs wouldn't call me anything. Where my name should be in dialogue, there was just a blank space. My save file name was still called Link, though. Frustrated and with homework to do, I put the game down for a day. I started playing the game again last night, getting the lens of truth working my way towards completing the Snowhead Temple. Now, some of you more hardcore Majora Mask players know about the fourth day glitch. For those who don't, you can Google it. But the gist of it 
is that right as the clock is about to hit 0000 on the final day, we talk to the astronomer and look through the telescope. If you time it right, the countdown disappears and you essentially have another day to finish whatever you were doing. Deciding to do the glitch to try and finish the Snowhead Temple, I happened to be happened to get it right on the first try, and the time counter at the bottom disappeared. However, when I pressed B to exit the telescope, instead of being greeted by the astronomer, I found myself in the Majora boss fight room at the end of the game, the trippy boxed-in arena, staring at Skull Kid hovering above me. There was no sound, just him floating in the air above me, and the background music, which was regular, regular for the area, but still creepy, Immediately, my palms began to sweat. This was definitely not normal. Skull Kid never appeared here. I tried moving around the area, and no matter where I went, Skull Kid would always be facing me, looking at me, not saying anything. Nothing would happen, though, and this kept up for around 60 seconds. I thought the game had bugged or something, but I was beginning to doubt that very much. I was about to reach for the reset button when text appeared on my screen. You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservation. I instantly recognize that text. You get that message when you get the room key from Andrew at the stockpot inn. But why was it playing here? I refused to entertain that notion that it was almost as if the game was trying to communicate with me. I started to navigate. I started to navigate through the room. Dang. Again. Sorry. No lie though. I would have been like, damn, this game's broken. I would have taken it off. I would have stopped. Playing I would have stopped that. I'd be like, this game. I'm dumb. like, this, this. I mean, I've never played it, so I don't. I don't really understand what some of these um like scenarios he's, he's describing like, aren't. But it seems like there are portions of the games that were you're supposed to be playing, and some of them mm-hmm. are not playing when they're supposed to, or they're playing yeah, at different times. Like, so I would have been like, "This game's dumb." Reminds you of, right now. This reminds me of Final Fantasy because <laughs> how Final Fantasy works is yeah, okay. So you can basically so in the original Final Fantasy, like on like the GameCube or something, it came on two discs because the first the first part of the game is too long to be on one disc, mm-hmm. so they can't put it on two discs, but. You can put in the second disc, and you can play the the first part of the game. Cause it doesn't really matter what what disc you put in first to play the game. But cutscenes, the only thing that are on the game are the cutscenes. So let's say you're playing on disc two, but you're on like on you're like on like the second cutscene. It's the second cutscene for part two of the game, basically. So Does cutscenes will be like in and out of order. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So That's just put it, just put the right disc in while you're playing. It, right? It's a cartridge. <laughs> oh, cartridge. Well, around there. That seemed really confusing. I did not follow anything you said. I was just nodding. Yeah. All I know is that the, <laughs> the cutscenes are mixed. I started to navigate the room again, testing to see if that was some sort of trigger that enabled me to interact with something here. Then I realized how stupid I was. To even think that someone could re- reprogram the game like this was absurd. Sure enough, 50 seconds later, another message appeared on the screen. And again, like the first one, it was already a pre-existing phrase. Go to the lair of the temple's boss, yes or no? I paused for a second, contemplating what I should press and how the game would react. When I realized that I couldn't select no, taking a deep breath, I pressed yes. And the screen faded to white and the words dawn of the new day with the, s- with the subtext beneath it. Where I was ported to fill me with the most intense sense of dread and impending fear I had ever experienced. The only way I can describe that way, I, the way I felt here is having the feeling of an explicit depression on a profound scale. I am normally not a depressed person, but the way I felt here was a feeling that I didn't even knew existed. It was such a twisted, powerful presence that seemed to wash over me. I appeared in some kind of weird Twilight Zone version of Clock Town. I walked out of the clock tower, as you normally do when you start from day one, 
only to find that all of the inhabitants were gone. Usually, with the fourth day glitch, you can still find the guards and the dog that ran, that runs around outside the tower. This time, they were all gone. What replaced them was an ominous feeling that there was something out there, in the same area as me, that is that was watching me. I had four hearts to my name and the hero's bow, but at this point, I wasn't even considered for my avatar. I felt that I personally was in some kind of danger. Perhaps the most chilling thing was the music. It was a song of healing, ripped straight from the game itself, but played in reverse. The music would get louder, building up so as if you should expect something to pop out at you, but nothing ever did, and the constant loop began to wear on my mental state. Every now and then I would hear the faint laugh of the happy mask salesman in the background. Just quiet enough so that it wasn't I wasn't sure if I was just hearing things, but just loud enough to keep me determined to find him. I looked in all four zones of the clock town, only to find no one. Textures were missing. West clock town had me walking on air. The entire area felt broken, hopelessly broken, as the reverse song of the healing repeated. For what must have been the fiftieth time. I just remember standing in the middle of South Clock Town, realizing that I had never felt so alone in a video game before. What the heck? This dude got depressed from a video game. <laughs> well, maybe since like it's ghost yeah, energy. for real weak-minded. Girl, what? Okay. Got depressed from a video game. Or what if it's like it's haunted? Actually, nah. I do. I do get depressed too. Like when I would finish Pokemon, I'd be like, "What do I do now in my life?" You'd be. Ups- I'd be upset. Like, what do I do now in my life? I I, I finished it. I'm like I'm Pokemon. It was like a good week your time and you're like dang right it's like <laughs> it's like, it's like you're kind of just there like dang until you get does hit like when i finished the uh, the attack on titan uh i lost like a week of your time game console yeah that's, I was a, so, that's a different type of depression i was so upset i was like oh my god what am i gonna do now <laughs> this is like fear that was just being sad because you finished the game yeah girl was well, like okay stop playing the game duh but then we would have creepypasta huh yeah. Keep going, Miss Guru. As I walked through the ghost town, I don't know whether it was the combination of the out-of-place textures and the atmosphere and the haunting melody of the once peaceful and soothing song being butchered and distorted, but I was literally on the verge of tears and I had no idea why. I hardly ever cry. Something had gripped me here and this powerful sense of depression that was both foreign and crippling. I tried leaving Clock Town, but every time I attempted to zone out, the screen would fade to black and I would just zone in to another part of Clocktown. I tried playing my ocarina. I wanted to escape and I did not want to be here. But every time I played the song of the time or song of soaring, it would only say, your notes echo far, but nothing happens. Mm. By this point, it was obvious the game didn't want me to leave, but I had no idea why it was keeping me here. I didn't want to go inside the buildings. I felt that I would be too vulnerable there to whatever I was terrified of. I don't know why, but I came up with the idea, maybe if I drowned myself at the laundry pool, I could spawn somewhere else and leave this place. As I zoned in and ran towards the pool, that's when it happened. Link grabbed its head, his head, and the screen flashed for a brief moment of happy mass salesman smiling at me. Not Link. Me with Skull Kid's scream playing in the background. And when the screen returned, I was staring at the Link statue from playing the song Elegy of Emptiness. I screamed as the thing just stared back at me with the haunting facial expression. I turned around and ran out the back into South Clock Town. And to my horror, the statue followed me in, and the only way I can compare this is like the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Every so often, at random intervals, the animation would play of the statue appearing behind me. It was like the thing was chasing me. I don't even want to say it. 
haunting me. By this point, I was on the verge of hysterics, but not even once the thought of turning off the console occurred to me. I don't know why I was so wrapped up in it. The terror felt all so real. Freaking like little Abuelita Nano would have been like, I'm done with this. And turned that off right then and Nano would have, Nano can't even read. He would have been confused. He'd be like, what's going on? And now he'd be like, I can't do this anymore. I turn off. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> he probably would have. He would have. He would have. He, he would probably have probably switched, switched off that one and then gone to like Super Smash Pokemon. Bros or something or like, oh. or like, or like uh, Mario Party. <laughs> probably. I love Mario Party. <laughs> okay, okay. So funny. Go. The terror I felt also real. I tried to shake this. I tried to shake the statue, but it would literally appear right behind me every single time. Link started to begin to make weird animations. And never seen him do that before. He would flail his arms around or spasm randomly, and the scene the screen would cut to the happy mass salesman smiling again for a brief moment before I was face to face with that statue again. I ended up running into the swords master dojo and ran to and ran to the back. I don't know why, but in panic I just wanted some kind of reassurance that I'm not here alone. To my dismay I found no one. But as I turned to leave, the statue cornered me in the cubby it's like that um it's like that one spirit from that one you showed us on the one um was the red push you told me about and you talked to us about what well like they had they just had to like track his like imagination i don't know it's like 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 it, it turns into like a monster what ghost are you like, talking about hmm? what ghost are you t- what are you talking about it's a creepy part i think it was something angie told did us. i read it yeah oh the one where he was getting paid to like imagine yeah, like, like, like his self-conscious oh, or his subconscious no the Tulsa, whatever. T- Tulsa, yeah. Tulsa. 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 The Tulsa, yeah. Yeah. Mhm. I tried attacking the statue with my sword, but to no avail. Confused and black, backed into a corner, I just stared at the statue, waiting for it to kill me. Suddenly, the screen flashed again to the happy salesman, happy mass salesman, and Link turned to face my screen, standing upright, mirroring the statue, looking at me along with his copy. Literally staring at me, whatever was left of the fourth wall was completely shattered. While I ran out of the dojo terrified, suddenly the game warped me to an underground tunnel and the reverse song of healing queued up again as I was given a brief moment of rest before the statue started appearing behind me again, this time aggressively. I could only take a few steps before it would summon behind me again. I hurriedly made my way out of the tunnel and appeared in the southern clock town. As I ran aimlessly in a sheer panic, suddenly a re-dead scream, and the screen faded to black as dawn of the new day appeared again. The screen faded in, and I was standing on top of the clock tower with Skull Kid hovering over me again. Silent. I looked up, and the moon was back, looming just meters above my head, but the Skull Kid just stared at me hauntingly with that mask. A new song was playing. The Stone Tower Temple theme played in the reverse. In some sort of desperate attempt, I equipped my bow and fired off a shot at the Skull Kid, and it actually hit him. And he played an animation of him reeling back. I fired again. On the third arrow, a text box appeared saying, That won't do you any good, hee hee. I was picked up off the ground, levitated upwards on my back, and then Link screamed as he burst into flames, instantly killing him. I jumped when this happened, but I've never seen this move used by anyone in the game, and Skull Kid himself didn't have any moves. As the death scream played, my lifeless body still burning. The Skull Kid laughed, and the screen faded to black, only to have me reappear in the same place. I decided to charge him, but the same thing happened. Link, Link's body was lifted off the ground by some unknown force. 
and he immediately burst into flames again, killing him. This time during the death scene, the faint sound of the reverse song of healing could be heard. On my third and final try, I noticed that there was no music playing this time, that all there was was eerie silence. I remember that in the original encounter with Skull Kids, you with the Skull Kid, you're supposed to use the ocarina to either travel back in time or summon the giants. I attempted to play the song of time, but before I could hit the note, the last note, Link's body once again horrifically exploded into flames and he died. As the death screen neared its end, it began to chug, as if the cartridge was trying to process a little of something. When the scream came to, it was the same scene as the first three times, except this time Link was flying on the ground, dead in a position I had never seen in the game before. His head tilted towards the camera, with Skull Kid floating above him. I couldn't move. I couldn't press any buttons. All I could do was just stare at Link's dead body. After around 30 seconds of this, the game simply faded out with the message, You met your terrible fate, haven't you, before kicking you out to the title screen. Upon getting back to the title screen and starting again, I noticed my save file was no longer there. Instead of Link, it was replaced with Your Turn, Your Turn. Your Turn had three hearts, zero masks, and no items. I selected your turn, and immediately when I did, I was returned to the clock tower rooftop scene of my Link dead and Skull Kid hovering over, with the Skull Kid laughing, looping again and again. I quickly hit the reset button. When the game booted up again, there was one more save added. Below your turn, entitled Ben. Ben's save is right back where it was before I deleted it, at the stone tower temple with moon, with the moon almost crashing. I turned the game off at this point. I'm not superstitious, but this is way fucked up, even for me. I haven't played it all today. Hell, I didn't even get any sleep last night. I kept hearing the reverse song of healing music in my head, and just remembering the sense of dread I felt exploring the clock town. I drove back to the old man's house today to ask him some questions with a buddy of mine. No way I was going there alone, only to find that there's a for sale sign in the front yard. And when I rang the door, no one was home. So now I'm back here writing down the rest of my thoughts and recording what happened. Sorry if some of this has grammatical errors and whatnot. I'm running on no sleep here. I'm terrified of this game, even more so now that I relived it a second time writing this all down. But I feel like there's still some more to it than meets the eye. And that there's something calling to me to investigate further. I think Ben is something in this equation, but I don't know what. And if I could get a hold of the old man, then I would be able to find some answers. I need another day or so to recuperate before tackling the game again. It's already taken a lot, a toll of my sanity, I feel like. But next time I do this, I'm going to be recording my footage all the way through. The idea to record only came to me towards the end, so you see the last few minutes of what I saw, including Skull Kid and the Elegy statue. Elegy statue? but on YouTube. I'm going to stay in this thread for a little bit while longer before I fall asleep to answer any questions you guys might have or hopefully listen to your ideas or theories to help me shed some light into this or maybe things I should try to do. I think I'm going to play Ben's file tomorrow to see what happens. Maybe I was supposed to do that all along. I don't believe in paranormal stuff, but this is a little messed up. But maybe this Ben guy is just a really good hacker programmer. I don't want to think about the alternative if he was if he isn't that's the end of the copy slash paste i'm hoping that maybe this is some kind of running gag that the developer had and the other people have gotten gag or hacked copies of the game like this this just really scared me
and then there's another post made the next day. It was an update. Yep. Mm, I feel like this guy's thinking too much into this. Mm-hmm. It's probably just like a bug or something. And well, maybe I feel that way because I haven't played that game, so I'm not really familiar with any of this. Like I don't know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. But if there's probably some like Legend of Zelda like high co- like like hardcore like like diehard fans. Mm-hmm. And they understand anything, they might be like, well, you know, like, that is a little creepy, that, that is a little eerie. That it's shouldn't happen. Elements of the game, like, storyline, like, elements of, like, the story mode, like, it's, like, going in and out of order. It's, like, going in and out of order, and, like, it's going in, like, a creepy way. Yeah. It was, like... Yeah, so it's kind of just tripping him out that yeah, um, that, that shouldn't have happened. About. It's supposed to be a link, but it has, like, a weird face. So he did post an update, but I'm just going to read that for part two i'm gonna save it for part Ooh, two next episode tune in next episode when angie reads the next update Ooh. Ooh, wow 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 was <laughs> <laughs> <they're> wow. ugly <laughs> i'm like planned it i'm kidding okay you're, so that's everything you're messed up. all right so i guess that's everything for t- for today tune in next week to see if any any exciting like updates in our lives any exciting updates with the puppy she's a little annoying right now she just peed on erica's towel she peed on my towel you guys didn't hear it, but we, but can, we I was cut upset. it out. But now she's with, she's with her grandpa right now. With yeah. her father. Yeah, we kind of abandoned her outside, and she kind of made her way over there with him. We didn't abandon her. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. We like opened no, the door yeah, and we're like, get out, get out. And she walked well, away. Well, she walked away by herself. So. Yeah, it was free choice. Yeah, she could have stayed in here, right, but. Right. But she's baby. She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know right here. She barely responded. Barely. She barely knows how to like hold her own head up. She's little. She's little, but she knows how to get upstairs. She's adorable. It took Simba like a month to learn how to get up the stairs. Yeah, Simba's really special. He opened his eyes. So what'd you say about me? Okay. He so doesn't. I'm he doesn't get up the stairs like this because we have like these like. Yeah, he does. To get up bed, she doesn't get up though. She wants you to pick him up and put him up there. Mm-hmm. What about it? He's a baby too. All right, I guess that's it for today, guys. Just be safe out there. Yes. Please, um, use the buddy system when you want to go to the bathroom. To the bathroom. Chew your food. Yes. There, there we had we had a, a little girl pass away. It was over in Tri Cities that uh, she choked on a hot dog. She was like what, like four or five. So please, you guys, chew your foods right. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Make sure you don't touch to strangers. Mm-hmm. Don't go up to a random person that has a garage sale, and especially if he's, he's an old man that no I'm one blind out of one eye. Yeah, blind would have. <laughs> don't go up to them. He he might give you a bum copy of. Zelda or like Pokemon or might be that. haunted. Yeah, it might be haunted. By the name of a little boy named Ben. Ben, but we don't know yet until next week. We. Oui. Right? See. Okay, alright then, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.